Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is June 7th, 2022. I'm praying you have the most blessed day in the name of Jesus. I am lifting up my whole household. I am lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved. I'm lifting the kingdom family worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Lifting them up. I'm lifting up their families. I'm lifting children up worldwide in the name of Jesus. Natural children as in age and children of the body in the name of Jesus. So yeah, that's what I'm lifting up. I'm lifting up those that know we must become as children. We must become as children before we go before the Lord. We must become as children for more than one reason. But we must become as children because we are the children. He's the father and we're the children. And uh, we must come with a clean slate. Okay. Yeah, we must come with a clean slate. So, Father, I come to you right now, Lord God. I thank you for being God all by yourself. Lord, I ask that you teach us this afternoon. Lord, open our eyes to things we have no knowledge of in the name of Jesus. But you're giving it to us as you pour down. You pour down like ladder rain, too, in the name of Jesus. Former and ladder. Lord, I thank you for it in advance, Lord God. I thank you for allowing us to attend at your throne, Lord God, to hear a word and hear what the Spirit is saying to the church to redirect our perspective, our hearts, our minds, our walk in the right way, staying on the straight and narrow path, Lord God, saying this is the way, walk ye in it, and we are obedient to the instructions of your Holy Spirit and the leading in the name of Jesus, Lord, bind up everything in flesh and in spirit, that is an anonymity to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So good afternoon, beloved. So what I came to talk about, not without your whole heart. Not without your whole heart. What are we giving in this? What are we giving in this? What portion are we giving? Not without your whole heart. So one of the first things that the Lord asks for is the whole heart. The whole heart. That's, that's the first thing, a whole heart, soul, mind and might, strength, a whole heart, mm-hmm, a whole heart. And, okay, so it says it here. We're going to go here. Okay, yeah, let me keep this here and keep this here. I just saw another bookmark and keep that there. Um, so in Psalm 119, verses 10 through 12, it says, well, let's start at 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? No, we're going to start in verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. Okay, don't say that. Say that. Okay. Well, pray 
praise the Lord. Okay. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You, Lord, have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were uh, directed to keep your statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto your commandments. I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned the Lord's righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto according to the Lord's word. With my whole heart have I sought you, Lord. Oh, let me not wonder from the Lord's commandments. The Lord's word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against him. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me the Lord's statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of the Lord's mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of the Lord's testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in the Lord's precepts and have respect unto the Lord's ways. I will delight myself in the Lord's statutes and I will not forget the Lord's word. Okay. All of that, I started hearing the confession. I started hearing the confession started hearing it i will praise you with uprightness of heart when i now see you know when you study something or read something like that and you're making that confession you like you're speaking it faith comes by hearing the hear of the word of god you're speaking it into your hearing it's a scary thing though because you want to praise him with an upright uprightness in heart when I shall have learned your statutes, I will. These are promises. I will keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not. With my whole heart have I sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. And it, it just, I will meditate in the Lord's precepts and have respect unto the Lord's will uh, ways. I will delight myself in the Lord's statutes and will not forget the Lord's word. These are <clears throat> personal confessions, but they are set here for us to make them. For us to make them and to be held accountable. Yeah, I started hearing it. I was like, wait a minute. Mm. Okay. Your word have I hid in my heart. So we need to hide the word in our heart. It says that I might not sin against you. Like, that was a total setup right there. Okay. But, blessed are the... Oh, me and that speaker... Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law or the word of God. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law. Did I say not before? Who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. 
throughout the scriptures, God says, seek me with your whole heart. Come in, in with our whole heart. So with us knowing that, do we really do that? Do we pray with our whole heart? Do we praise and worship with our whole heart? Do we read or study with our whole heart? Well, I repent in the name of Jesus. Seriously. But do we do it with our whole heart? I was asking the Lord a question. And that's where my mind went to. Like, is it, why is this? And then it's, Am I giving the Lord my whole heart with this thing? Are we going to the house of the Lord with our whole heart? Are we listening to the sermon with our whole heart? Are we listening to praise music with our whole heart? Are we singing the songs with our whole heart? Are we posting scripture with our whole heart? Like, are we doing these things with our whole heart? Are we doing these things... With our whole heart. Or are we just doing them? Yeah, even when we are going to wise counsel, are we doing that with our whole heart? What's the intent? What is the intent? What is the intent? When, when, even when we get a word from the Lord, what is the intent? Is it to apply our whole heart to it? When we go into pastors, teachers, evangelists, missionaries, what is the intent? Is the intent to listen and then apply with our whole heart? When we're teaching, when we're preaching, are we doing it like this is like? Are we doing it with our whole heart? When we're on the usher, when we're ushering, when we're being deacons and for those that have deaconesses, are we doing that with our whole heart? When we're singing and we are ushering other people and through song or dance, are we doing it with our whole heart? Is any of this like grudgingly? Like, are we being, are we always being a cheerful giver? You know, I honestly, I, I, if I was to be honest with myself, no, some things I'm doing at times, sometimes like, Sometimes I'm actually pouting sometimes doing certain things because I'm just like, oh, I can't believe. Um, but some things I'm doing because it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. So that doesn't always mean I'm doing it with my whole heart. And I have to check myself. And that's what I was doing. I was checking myself. And I said, wait a minute. Because you'll see a shift. You'll see a shift. When your whole heart is in something, you'll see God respond differently. 
you'll see him respond. Are we being children of the Most High God with our whole heart? You'll see God respond different. He'll re he respond different because it seems like he has shut up heaven when we're not coming to him in right standing. Yeah, hey, can't can't hear a word. Like, what is... I need... Why, Lord? Because he don't have your heart. It's like asking a miss. He don't have the heart. We thinking about it. It's supposed to... We're imagining it in our mind. But whatever else we're thinking about in our heart has choked us giving a whole heart to the Lord. It's not with our whole heart. A lot of these things we're doing, it's not with our whole heart. It's not. Not with our whole heart. I can't speak for you. I can't. But um, now that I'm put on full blast here with this word, no. <laughs> you know, I prefer to tell the truth than to tell a lie, and, and then I got to give an account for that lie. No. I don't, you know, no. No. Are you doing speak life all the time with your whole heart? No. Sometimes I'm going through. I'm just like, man, I'm going through. I'm going to sit down, and it's like, no, you're not going to sit down. You're not going to speak life. Okay, well, I'm fighting. And then when I come on and I hear the Lord speak, it changes my perspective many times. It really, really does. It says here, and you can, I'm telling you, when, you, when you're doing it, when you're really seeking and thirsting after the Lord, there's a different response from heaven. There's a different response from heaven. Than if we just doing it repetitiously. There's a different response from heaven. There's a different response. He'll give us his heart. Because we're giving our heart. He gives his heart anyway. He gave his heart when he. Before. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah I couldn't even come up with it. Because it's from the beginning. He gave his whole heart. When he spoke. When he just, it was just, you know, I, I really can't imagine that. But it was just God. Like, God was just there. From where? Where? But he was just there. And from the beginning, he gave his whole heart. Before he came in the flesh, he was already giving his whole heart. He was just giving his whole heart. He was giving his whole heart. And even in... The flood, he gave his whole heart. Because he gave his heart over to the flood. Which actually, if you go into Revelation, that's the enemy opening his mouth. But he gave his, gave his whole heart. He's still giving his whole heart. And he wants us to be cheerful givers and worship him in spirit and in truth, which is the word too. He wants this whole heart. Just the whole heart. And then many times we're giving what we feel like it. Because we love so many things. We love chicken and we love this and we love ice cream and we love french fries and we love we love this one to the moon and back and we, we love this one with their heart 
beat and we love this. So with all that deep love, how can we be giving God our whole heart? If, you know, somebody else is your whole heartbeat, how can you be giving God your whole heart? And it's, it's really hard to understand. But when he's talking about even the fat of things, that's the riches of something. So he gives us the riches. And it's, it, that's why a broken and contrite spirit or heart, this is when you're crying out with everything in you. You're crying out with everything in you. Crying out with everything. Because when, you, when you're broken, you love all these people, but you need an answer from God. I mean, it's just like, I'm in this, I'm in this predicament and you're thirsting and you, it's just like when you're on fire for the Lord. It's like, ah, oh, I'm on fire. I got this zeal. I got to, uh, but when it start to kind of just even itself out, you realize, and I don't know how long it takes us to realize, but I'm not where I was. Why is that? It could be a shift happening and you got to grow in another area or are you just being cooled down so you're not giving your whole heart. I have some little children. I gave them candy early. I knew they was coming back. I'm busy. So. So yeah. Mom. The whole heart. The whole heart. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta give instructions. Don't come back for a few days. Okay? But anyway, um, the whole heart. The whole heart. Even when you're giving, are you giving from the heart? Are you applying it? When we do things, we do it unto the Lord. But are we really doing that? When we are ambassadors for the Lord, are we going into the world, into the workforce, working at home now? Are we doing it with our whole heart? I don't know. Many times we're weighed down. We're distracted. We are anticipating other things or planning this and running here and running there and and then we remember something you know I need time with the Lord or when the last time I spent time with the Lord or uh, you know you know when the last time I put this time in prayer I used to pray all night or or I used to study all day or or and and things are happening in between to pull us out of that 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 place to make us thirst harder and sometimes we don't even recognize we're there we don't recognize that we're floating well it would be this way because it's to the left we're floating here we was steadfast unmovable unshakable god could expect you at 3 30 every morning or four or five every morning and God can expect you at his feet anticipating what he's going to say. And then what happens? New career. You start to meet somebody and spending that time. You 
you've had a child, now you're taking care of your grandchildren, whatever the case, you know, now you're working from home, you used to praise and worship in your car, and you just on fire going to work because you know you got to pray this thing through, but now you're working at home. So, is it starting to, or at home are you more on fire, usually? It depends. It depends on the person. But many people, it's a difference. And you're, the whole heart, the soul, mind, and might, or strength, whatever. Yeah. Are we still there? Are we still there? All right, what, what percentage are we giving God? If we was to equate it to a percentage, would we be really in trouble? What percentage are we giving him? Now you have a, you have a new baby. What percentage are you giving God? Because this baby got to be covered, but we're not thinking like that. Because I'm going to protect you. I love you. I'm going to protect you. Okay. Okay, that's, that sounds good. But guess what? We can't even halfway protect ourselves. And, and you can tell where people are because they're so afraid. And all of a sudden, you know, people are confessing this mental illness thing. So... And it's not to offend anybody that's going through, but that's the spirit. Whatever dementia, whatever bipolar, whatever uh, schizophrenia, whatever it is, it's still Jesus healed everything. Jesus can heal everything. And so, you know, I prayed about it. Okay, but what's in your heart? What's in your heart? Are you studying about it, too? Are you putting your whole heart on his word? So are you trying to touch the hem of his garment, even just the cover of the Bible, or just a few words, one or two scriptures? How are we combating these things that's coming against us? How are we combating in this warfare? Why is the enemy beating us down? I mean, where is our heart? Where's our heart? How much how much are we giving God? Because something else is winning. Something else is winning. There shouldn't be so many believers just being overtaken by stuff. Overtaken. And not getting delivered and cured and made whole. There should be more testimonies of wholeness because we've been in the presence of Jesus. Multitudes were coming and they were all being healed and of various things, various demonic things. So what happened? Because God don't change. People do. People are changing. God is not changing. People. People are changing. And many people are changing their gods. Mm -hmm. Changing, changing their gods. 
because something else now has become the God in their life. The low G God. And some people don't know. That's what they're doing. Because now, you done met your boo. Okay? They met your boo. And y'all just living it up. Not knowing you need all this travel mercy and this living it up. Because once y'all get used to each other, the relationship might take a turn. Because now y'all really getting to see who each other are. And now, you know, your heart feeling certain things. And now it's like, yeah, help me know. You need a help from the beginning of this thing to even know how to work this thing because y'all wouldn't have been dating and doing all this other stuff if God was in the midst of it or we wouldn't have been dating doing all this other stuff. I don't think, but you know. So it's like, where's the whole heart? Yeah, I didn't know I was coming to, yeah. But it's something to really think about. It really is. Because really, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, okay? We're going to be honest about this thing right here. When different things shift in our lives, we shift. A lot of times, different things are shifting in our lives, and we're not running to God first about it. You know, it's, okay, mm -hmm. Ooh, this is happening. Yeah, finally, that breakthrough, that prayer, and then we stop praying for that thing or about it. Because now we received it. But what do we do? How do how do we maintain it? How do we go about it? And, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Our whole heart. He didn't say it changes. He didn't say it changed. It, it should not be changing. But it does. So, in Psalm 9... I will praise thee, verse 1, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all the Lord's marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in the Lord. I will sing praises unto your name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at the Lord's presence. For you, Lord, have maintained my right and my cause. And you, Lord, sat in the throne judging right you lord have rebuked the heathen you lord have destroyed the wicked you lord have put out their names forever oh thou enemy destructions are come oh you enemy destructions are come to a perpetual end and you have destroyed cities their memorial is perished with them but the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. And he shall judge the world. In righteousness, the Lord shall minister judgment to the people. In uprightness, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. And they that know the Lord's name will put their trust in the Lord. For you, Lord, O Lord, have not forsaken them. That seek you. Sing praises to the Lord which dwells in Zion. Declare among the people the Lord's doing. When the Lord makes an inquisition for blood, he remembered them. The Lord forgets not the cry of the humble. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me. 
you, Lord, that lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all the Lord's praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in the Lord's salvation. The heathen are sucked down in the pit that they made in the name of Jesus, in the net which they hid. Is their their own feet taken? The Lord is known by his the known the Lord is known by the judgment which the Lord execute. The wicked is sneered in the work of his own hands. Hegayan Salah. The wicked shall be turned into hell in all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, and let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in the Lord's sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Salah. So, he says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. Do God have this nation's whole heart? What percentage? There's a remnant in the earth. We got to get this thing together. We got to get this thing together. There is no reason why we go through so much to get to the gate and can't get in. We got to get this thing together. We really, really, really have to examine ourselves. We really have to Ask God to show us ourselves so we can get rid of all these spot blemishes and wrinkles. We have to get this thing together because there's nothing else worth it. There is nothing worth my eternity with the Lord. Like there's nothing, nothing worth that. There's no one and nothing worth that. I don't love no one that much. I don't. I don't even love myself that much to miss eternity. We got to get this thing together like we really do because, I mean, by a, a real rapid rate, people are really leaving here. Perm I mean, they just permanently gone. There's in one one week, I know within one month, people was just sitting down and they just left, you know. And so it's, it's we, we really have to know. This side is temporary, and Jesus is coming back. We have to get this thing together. We've heard it so many times, Jesus coming back, Jesus coming back. People are hearing it since uh, A.D., maybe B.C., because we're in A.D. So it's like, ooh, what just happened? We have to get this thing together. We got to get this thing together. We got to come out of these distractions and and. All these things warm for our heart and our attention. And we're just giving it over. We're just giving it over. It is wonderful to just be newly married. But when the two of y'all have the same head in Jesus, it's a powerful two of y'all in agreement with the Lord Jesus. That is a powerful ministry. And it's a powerful house. That is a house of power so why is it we're not living and walking in the power that's promised to us we have jesus has given us all power over the power of the enemy 
is because we're not giving our whole heart. We are not, many of us are not even in any sort of warfare. None. So it's like, okay, wait a minute. Why the enemy giving me a pass? I mean, I don't like the warfare. But why is he giving me a pass? Like, why, why he ain't bother me in years? Okay, God gave my my reign uh peace. Peace. But since John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent takes it by force. Now, before that, the whole realm made a hat might have had peace, but after John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent takes it by force. That hasn't changed. That has not changed. So why are you in the warfare? Unless you just came out or you're headed in there. But if you ain't had no warfare in years, you ain't had no, no, no challenges in six months, a year, whatever the case may be. Have you started to only we know us the Lord and the enemy. Enemies, not the main enemy, because he he not looking at the ones that's fizzing. I mean, once he see us fizzing a little bit, he like celebration time they finally took their eyes off the prize and they finally took their eyes off the race and they finally took their eyes off the straight and narrow gate because somewhere we're going crooked when we starting to so it's a straight and narrow it's all squeezed up and you feel restricted and you're a prisoner of the lord and you're on here going Rah! you know yeah a whole heart a whole heart let's turn back let us turn back. Let us turn back. Yeah. In Jesus' name. I send the word of God to the people, God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed evening. Yeah, I think this was, yeah, this is a chasing warning. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, peace.